Bikurim Perik Base Mishnah Gimel two three, and now we say Yesh Betruma. There are certain things that apply to Truma, Umaser, and also to Maaser, meaning Maaser Sheni, Mashein Kim BeBikurim that don't apply to Bikurim. And what are they? First of all, Shah Truma VaMaaser Osrenesagoran. Truma and Maaser Sheni both once they have to be taken at the conclusion of the processing of the produce, which is called Gmar Malacha. At that point, the whole harvest is forbidden until Truma and Maestro Shani are taken out, amongst other things. Um, in contrast, Bikurim, if one failed to take Bikurim from his harvest, well, that's no-no, and he violated Mitzvah's Ase. However, um, that doesn't make the whole harvest now forbidden for consumption. It's not Tevel if there's still Bikurim that haven't been taken. Just on the words themselves, um, the word Goren means threshing floor, um, and it, sometimes the Mishnayos, frequently in the Mishnayos, actually refers to um, not the threshing floor specifically, but rather um, the processing that happens at the threshing floor and the conclusion of the processing. So the point here is once you're at the threshing floor and you've finished not just threshing, but also winnowing and the sorting and ultimately stacking of the grain, the meruach hasakri, the smoothing of the pile, at that point, um, even chilas arai, casual consumption of the harvest is forbidden until Trumas are removed, and that's what the Mishnah is saying here. Second of all, the Yesh Lehem Shior, there is an amount of how much you have to give in terms of Truma and Maestro Shani. In contrast, there is no Shior in Bikurim. The Bartonor just leaves it at that, um, and he explains that while there, when it comes to, um, of course, Maestro Shani is a tenth of what's left in the given years when you take Maestro Shani, um, truma, while there is no sheer midor raisa, even a single kernel could exempt the entire harvest uh, for truma, but midorabanan there's a requirement one should give um, at least a 60th and better a 50th uh, of his of his harvest. And when it comes to bikurim, according to the Bartanura, there's no such thing. So therefore, at least you have a, a requirement midorabanan of a 60th minimum when it comes to truma, which doesn't apply to bikurim. It needs a bit of explanation because the Yerushalmi actually says that their Bikurim should be, um, at least one sixtieth of the fruit should be given as Bikurim. And um, that would put it essentially, ostensibly, on equal footing with the Truma. So there are a couple ways to resolve that um, issue. First of all, the Bartonor just doesn't discuss it. Um, but the Ramam does poskin that one should bring a sixtieth of his um, first fruits as Bikurim. So Let's discuss it. Um, the Tveris Israel suggests the difference is that there's an asmachta, like a verse um, on which the requirements Madurabanan to give a sixtieth of one's truma. Um, there is a verse, an asmachta to it. It's just rabbinic, but at least they found the verse for it. In contrast, there's no such verse, no asmachta at all when it comes to be to the Bikurim. The Gra has a different approach. The Gra suggests that while it's true that both Truma and Bikurim do require one sixtieth. Midurabanan, there's a big difference. When it comes to Truma, if one failed to give a 60th, let's say he only gave a 70th of his produce, so we'll send him back to get, to do Truma again. He can't get away with that. Um, whereas, so it's Ma'akiv. It, it, it's, uh, it's essential that he gives at least a 60th, or else he has to go back and do it again. That's for Truma. When it comes to Bikurim, that's not the case. One is supposed to give a 60th, but if one fails to give a 60th, so if, as long as he gives something... His mitzvah has been done, and we do not require him to go back, so the 60th is not mock, and that's the difference, um, says the Grah. 
Okay, next, the Nohagim Bechol HaPeros, the requirements to give Truma and Maeser Sheni um, apply to all produce. In contrast, Bikurim is limited just to the seven species. So that's a big difference, of course. Um, worth noting that according to pretty much all Rishonim, the applicability of giving Truma actually only applies to grains and then olive slash olive oil and grape slash grape juice slash wine. That's it. Um, and all the other giving of trumas is all mid Um That's worth pointing out. The Rambam takes the opposite position. The Rambam's position is that all uh, grains, as well as legumes, as well as tree fruit and nuts, all must be tithed, trumas and maestras, mid and vegetables are just mid um, be that as it may, the point here is that um, there is an obligation to give truma samaisas from all your produce, um, but there is no such obligation to give truma sam- uh, excuse me, bikurim from all your produce, just from those seven species. And we say also bifneha bias vishlo bias. The mitzvah to give truma and maiser maiser sheni all applies, and um, whether or not the base of mikdash is standing. There's a side point about if that's a daraisa darabanan, and um, you may, need to, may still need to have um, the Jews all back in Israel, and it could be dependent upon if the Kedusha with which the land was invested during the Second Temple period persists after the Chorban or not. All these issues aside, the bottom line is um, there's at least a mitzvah derabanan to separate Truma Samaisris, um, which does not exist when it comes to Bikurim. Bikurim for sure is only applicable um, when you have a Mizbeach, an altar in the in the base of Mikdash, because the Pasuk by Bikurim Simply requires um, that you that you um, you put it by the base, but you you either put it down or wave it um, before the mizbeach, and without the mizbeach, there's no bikur. And finally, uva arisin, uva chokros, uva sakrikon, uva The mitzvah to take trumas and maestros applied to all produce grown in Eretz Yisrael, regardless of whether or not the farmer had legal rights to the land on which the produce grew. That doesn't matter. And the produce itself must still be tithed. Um, in contrast, as we said back in the first parak, second Mishnah, if the farmer doesn't have legal rights to the land, which is the case of an aris and a cholcher, those people are um, sharecroppers and tenant farmers. They just are essentially renting the land, but don't own the land. So they can't bring their bikurim. And also the sakrikon and the gazlan essentially have expropriated the land. The land doesn't belong to them. Um, they're just, you know, taking it and using it, as the case may be, so those people can't bring Bikurim, but the produce that they grew um, does require the taking of Truma some Maesaris. So that's what the Mishnah says here, Hurei Elu Betruma Maser, this is the list of things that apply to Truma and Maeser, again, Maeser Sheni, Masha Enkin Bikurim, but simply do not apply to Bikurim.